0: Dudes who also happen to be brothers in their thirties, talking about movies—a unique podcast experience. <laughs> <laughs> Are there two brothers in their thirties to talk about movies? I think we might. Have that. might we might have the brother yeah, Are the brothers doing anything movie related? Nah, they're just doing like, um, Mabim Bam, like the advice show, and then probably. I've I on, I've never listened to any of one of their. Po- I've listened to The Adventures of a little bit, but that's it. Yeah. They're funny, but yeah, mm. I don't know, I'm not a nah. nah. super big fan of them. I'm Sean, Do we go over that? Oh yeah, I'm Kyle, this is Space Force, like I said, we're talking about movies. Thou shall not fall. Specifically, we're going to talk about Lost Voice. Do I... First got to talk about <clears throat> the uh, drug peddlers that are Marvel and Disney. Have released another hit for us, another <laughs> hit of those bad drugs. <laughs> Captain Marvel was a and turned it into. Well, I guess they maybe didn't specifically turn it into a socio-political argument on the internet, but, the but internet of course, the internet. The internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Brie Larson accidentally said that there should be more diversity in movie reviewers, and that means white dudes on the internet hate her. Marvel. Everything now. Oh shit, okay, hold on, I gotta recalibrate. Allowing more people at the table means you want to destroy white men. I gotta recalibrate my thoughts on this then. Uh, as a as a white man that occasionally is on the internet, I also will hate Brie Larson going forward. I'm never watching Scott Program versus the World again. Fuck you, Edgar Wright. That's what Marvel said. They said fuck you, Edgar Wright. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um... Luckily for Marvel, uh, the replacement director they brought in then provided the greatest Marvel movie of all time, Oof. Ant-Man. Oof. The first one was okay. It was just the blindest, most origin-y superhero movie of all time. And the second one was just more of that blindness. It's got Michael Pena in it, though. I mean, that's fun, but whatever. They should have had him be Ant-Man. Oh. oh Paul Everyone Rose loves was. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd cool. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's really all I have to say about it. Is like, who gives a fuck? It's Disney and Marvel. They're just trying to make a few bucks and get people hyped up. Also, for like, Avengers who gives again. a shit if there are more women and 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 people of color reviewing movies? Oh well, like, it doesn't take. Honestly, it, 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 you're not taking it away from anybody else. I don't. That's a bullshit argument. Well, that's the whole thing. Is uh, they try to act like it's a zero sum game, and they're just looking out for the best interest of people that are qualified it should be the best of the best but really what it is is they don't want other people to have opportunities <laughs> there are there are no qualifications uh, to be a movie re- reviewer mm-hmm. um if you have if you watch a movie and have an opinion congratulations yeah you've made it don't do that weird shit though where like you post your movie re- your shitty like not spell checked movie review into the youtube comments for the trailer for a movie that shit is so weird when people do that i don't read the comments I do just to see if I can find weird shit like that. Because <laughs> YouTube comments are generally the worst. I actually think, yeah, well, I should, I, I, do read some comments. If I read like a local news article, I'll read the comments because those comment sections are amazing. Yeah, because people are worried about the weirdest shit locally. <laughs> yeah. They uh, lampoon that pretty well in Parks and Rec. I don't know if you ever watched that. Yeah, show no, they do a good job. And they have that. like town hall meetings. <laughs> so it's just people are yelling about the weirdest shit. If you ever been to a local town hall meeting? That's a lot that's what they're like to. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go to one. Um, fucking we watched The Lost Boys, though. To me, this is, like, the quintessential summertime movie. Yeah, well, It's probably because of the relationship we have with Santa Cruz. Yeah, uh, right away. We've been to Santa Cruz a lot of times. This movie is filmed in Santa Cruz. Yeah, we, we, we. Santa Carla's not a real town. Yeah, there is Santa Clara and Santa Clarita, yeah. but not Santa Carla. And it's filmed in Santa Cruz. Uh also, as someone that did a, a reverse move, very similar to what Corey Haim did, yeah. from like a, a Santa Cruz area to Phoenix, Phoenix. and Hay moved to Phoenix to Santa Cruz and he's pissed about it? Fuck this kid. That's so weird. Throw yeah, him in mean, the goddamn ocean. One of my notes is, Phoenix is whack, homie. Like, <laughs> what are you, you're you upset that you're in Santa Cruz, which is like a paradise? <laughs> did you have a well, walk with a Big Dipper on it? It's my version of paradise. I went there a couple years ago. <laughs> Um, was the last time I went there, but we used to go there every summer, Mm -hmm. a couple times a year, summer probably, but, uh, uh, yeah, like, fucking, it's on the ocean, it's cold, it's the Pacific, you know, the ocean's colder, yeah, it's, like, windy, um, it's a little bit ghetto, it's getting gentrified now, unfortunately, but, uh, yeah, no, it's like, fucking, that's the place for me, like, when I went there a couple years ago. Even the boardwalk's a little bit run down now, and, like, the surrounding area is, like, pretty, pretty like, pretty ghetto. I was just like, nah, fucking, this is a spot, this is paradise to me. (laughs) I would much rather live in Santa Cruz than anywhere in Arizona. Oh, good, because, uh, after, when this podcast takes off, I want to buy some property in, like, the hills of Santa Cruz, Mm -hmm. like Grandpa, and have a little cabin. (laughs) That'd be nice. I had a friend that went to UC Santa Cruz. I visited her a few times. We had cousins that went to UC Santa Cruz. Oh, yeah, that's true. Go Banana Slugs! That's their mascot. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Huh? Santa Carla's not real. Uh, Tiger Army has a song about it, though, called Santa Carla Twilight. I guess it's really just kind of about this movie, because it's about vampires and stuff. <laughs> Tiger Army will die. They never will. They're getting older, but they won't die. In fact, um, <clears throat> at one point, their bass player got shot in the head. And like he couldn't play with them for a few years because he had to, you know, relearn to do everything. Uh huh. But he's their bass player again, so you can't kill a Tiger. On <laughs> <laughs> Shoot him in the head won't stop. <laughs> the theme song for this movie is amazing. Thou shall not fall, cry, sister, <laughs> <laughs> little sister. Yeah, it's real eighties and like simple, but it's cool. I we, I mean obviously we've seen this movie a, probably at least a, like half a dozen times before. I I enjoyed it a lot more than I remember enjoying it. Oh, so this is thing is we um, watched it a bunch as kids because it was like on HBO a lot or whatever. And then I watched it again. Shit, man, like nine years ago at this point, but you know more in adulthood. And I was like, man, fucking Lost Boys rule. <laughs> and then so I watched it again like another two years later, and then. I'm like, it, man, these Corys know what they're doing Yeah, um, I actually At this point, I pretty much watch it every summer Like, I, Jaws and Lost Boys I always have to watch every summer Get the summer started <laughs> <numbers> right <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, around 4th of July, I guess And then, yeah, I listen to, like, Tiger Army a lot in the summer oh, I and... to watch, listen to Tiger Army in the summer I, don't I actually listen to a lot of, like, Psycho Billy in the summer Yeah I listen to Psycho Billy a lot all the time Now that I'm getting older I used to be all about finding new music, new experiences, yeah, seeing experimental shit, but like now that I'm old, I'm like, nah, these are the ten bands I like. I only yeah. listen to those now. I find that I'm listening to a lot more like 60s and 70s uh, R&B, too. For R&B, I'll, I'll, I just go back to the 90s classics. <laughs> that girl is poison. Poison. Belle Bell, Bell, Biv DeVoe. You gonna go to that MC Hammer nostalgia tour that's coming out? I might, man. It, it had a pretty good lineup. Not they just, had Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be at all the shows, but... Yeah. The tag team. Back again. Tag team. Back again. In LA, I was like, Psh, I don't know. This is real shit. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> <It> was, <clears throat> fucking kidding, player the hosts. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> man, the 90s are totally back. Just like uh, Captain Marvel takes place in the nineties, <laughs> I heard they didn't do a very good job establishing that in any way, though. Yeah, they just have blockbuster in it. And in uh, the apparently shot. there's a Stanley cameo where he's filming his Marat scene. That's about it. Yeah, why is everyone so mad about some garbage that Disney shout out? It's more bad drugs from Disney. I don't. I'm uh, they're pretty good drugs. Man, we know, should get into the Lost Boys, but I'm so tired of <clears throat> like. Meaningless popcorn entertainment somehow becoming a political battleground. Like fuck, this is the hill you're gonna die on. Yeah, I just want to enjoy fucking Captain Marvel, guys. Yeah, and then not think about it until I go watch watch it again on DVD. I mean, I'm probably not gonna watch it. Um, I got kids, so we're, we're definitely gonna go see oh, it. Oh yeah, in spring break, I got I got a, I got some time to film. <laughs> spring break, spring break, spring That's break. That's the other now. dumb thing about Arizona. Spring break is at the beginning of March. I mean, it's getting hotter. It's not the spring yet. Uh, well, March is a spring month, isn't it? March 22nd, right? Is the first day of spring? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's getting hot already. Is Except it's economics? supposed to cool down and rain the next few days. Yeah, well, Let's talk about possible instead of the local weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, uh, you do, I'm sure our audience wants to hear what the weather's like in Arizona. A lot of our audience probably doesn't even know what cities are in Arizona aside from Phoenix. <laughs> this movie doesn't. <laughs> I mean, what... Everyone lives in the Phoenix metropolitan area, right? That's yeah, true. There's a few people up in the mountains. I'm done. I'm moving. I'm just putting the house on the market tomorrow. I'm moving to Santa Cruz. It's got to be so expensive there now. Oh, it's, I'm sure it is. Um, speaking of Santa I Cruz. I just want a longuisa sandwich. Hell yeah. You always got mustard on yours though. That seems weird to me. You're weird. You're freak. Mustard. you think they still sell them underneath the, uh, the, right next to the bumper cars? They had them last time I was there. Funnel cake. Man, I miss Santa Cruz. Me too, Watching this movie. We oh, really got man. an extra time to watch the movie. Uh, the I mean, the big part of this movie is Santa Cruz, really. Like, every scene where they're outside and there's just, you know, at least a little breeze, you know? So, <laughs> like, yeah, that's Santa Cruz. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And, yeah, the boardwalk is like a star in this movie. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing that, like, the movie comes in. You're coming in off the ocean, nice helicopter shots. I actually really like the use of the helicopter shots mixed in with crane shots for like the flying yeah, POVs. It's, it's like really it's good. It's got a really, uh, it's got an interesting feel to it. We got Joel Schumacher made this movie. What? Joel Schumacher's the director of this film. He did a really good job. There's some really good camera work in this movie. You can see some of uh, the Schumacher in it though if you, if you really pay attention. Well, so <laughs> the reason the movie's called Lost Boys is obviously a draw parallel to Peter Pan's Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's also because there's a Lost Boy at the very beginning of this Film yeah. the mom finds. Well, the um, original idea for the story was, uh, someone was like, Peter Pan's a boy who lives forever. He flies. He comes around at night. He's stealing yeah, kids. He's a vampire. Yeah, it's like, what if Peter Pan's a vampire? And then there was um, a lot of parallels with that in the original script. And the original script, also... Michael's name Peter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like specific shit Like that yeah, And then the Lost Boys Oh had, man I just guessed But <laughs> Yeah And the Frog Brothers Were the names of Wendy's brothers And uh, So anyways that's kind of a cool life, and yeah. It was also Here's the thing though, This is also going to be A younger cast More of a Goonies type movie But Hence soon, Feldman But As soon as Joel Schumacher Was on board Oh He got his young Pretty boys Yep yeah, He was like Nah I want it to be teenagers It'll be a lot sexier <laughs> I will say that uh, <clears throat> both Joss Whedon and Stephanie Meyer owe their entire careers to this movie oh yeah cause Buffy is definitely like a different version 110%. of this movie 110% they even have another Sutherland in it mm-hmm. <gasps> some would say the better Sutherland nah Kiefer's the best he's a fucking fashion icon in this movie <laughs> you're a pirate Kiefer oh explains everything <laughs> Fucking yeah, Kiefer Sutherland's in this movie. The two Corys are in it, both Corys. This is actually the first movie where it is the two Corys. Oh man! Because after this, they went on to make a series of films where there's two Corys. And then Jason Patrick, he plays Michael. Um, he's actually, in my opinion, aside from Kiefer, he's one of the he's the only dude in this movie that really went on to have a career, a substantial career after it. Usually, like more low key movies, like sleepers. Or I mean, not. I don't know Feldman has a career, and so does obviously. <clears> obviously. <throat> uh, speaking of Feldman, uh, you <laughs> watched watch Leaving Neverland? Uh, I watched a part one, but I didn't watch part two. Uh, you know, like, Feldman and Macaulay Culkin both of us said, like, no, nah, he never molested Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I actually think that's true, because, like, Michael did seem to prey upon the lower class, people that couldn't really... I, I mean, the thing I got from like part one of it, and I will preface it with like, if this is all true. Mm-hmm. It seems like he was preying on families that were lower class, needed, would be happy to get some extra money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the parents were a little bit uh, f- of a fame whore. Yeah. Um, Stage parents. Yeah. yeah. And that's what he was looking for. Yeah. And, I mean, really, kind of look for kids that were like himself as a kid. Yeah, and easily easily victimized. Mm-hmm. But and, I mean, they. Macaulay Culkin and Corey Feldman, they had a rough time with. Well, um, Macaulay being, Culkin's parents were definitely fit that mold. Yeah, and Corey Feldman's as well. And Corey also had like a drug problem really young. But uh, I feel like maybe he like saw them more as colleagues rather than someone he could victimize. Mm. I think that's the difference. But I want to bring that up now because Corey Feldman's. Whole attempt at a career these days is kind of just mimicking Michael Jackson in really shitty pop music videos that he finances himself. <laughs> Check him out on YouTube. Yeah. Sean Essence and a couple of them, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, at least one. I've seen. That's cool. I mean, I'm not clown on him too much. He's just doing something he's into. Like, I don't want to clown on Corey Feldman too much, but they, some of them are kind of awkward. You, I mean, feel free to clown on. Like, they're they're clownable. No, nah, I won't <laughs> because Corey Feldman was like cool as shit. In my childhood, <laughs> he was Mouth in the Goonies, yeah. the best character in Goonies, in my opinion. Yeah. He, he's great in this movie, The Burbs. The Burbs, funny, funny as, as fuck good. in The Burbs. That Burbs is a great movie. I, it's what it's, it's a sleeper hit in my opinion. One <laughs> of Tom Hanks' best. Uh, man, we gotta to stick to this uh, Lost Boy. <laughs> so first thing you do, come in off the Pacific Ocean, what's that? This is Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, and I was like, oh yeah, summertime. Uh. The, they go right into the merry-go-round, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell this is for a movie, because there aren't any people reaching for the brass ring trying to kill themselves to throw it in the clown's mouth. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, that is, yeah. Mm-hmm. The merry- man, that shit was so hard when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> when I was like eight, there's, it was really hard to reach that mm-hmm. ring. People that uh, aren't aware, never been to the beach boardwalk, that yeah, on the merry go there's a little apparatus that sticks out from the wall. And, like, it has little metal rings that it feeds out. And you grab one as you go by in the the merry-go-round. Take another corner turn, and there's, like, a tarp that has a clown's open clown mouth that you're supposed to throw it into and get a prize. You don't get a prize, it just wipes the clown up, and (laughs) goes. Oh, I thought you got a prize, too. No, you don't remember, right? Oh. I mean, it was fucking impossible to do. I don't... Maybe... I think Michelle did it once. I've done it a couple times. As a kid, but... (laughs) We went there, like, a couple times every (laughs) summer when we were kids. I've been there all... Shit. (laughs) I will say, like two out of like a hundred is not very good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the best is that um, one game where you shoot water guns into the clown's mouth. And they show that in the yeah, one point. And make the brain <laughs> explode, the balloon brain. <laughs> but they uh, got the Lost Boys, Giefer Sutherland getting hassled by the cops. He's like, I kind of told you never to come around here no more. Well, I mean, he like hassles that couple on the merry go round. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of a jerk, but. He's the real hero of the story, and I'll explain why as we go along. <laughs> I, have a, I have a headcanon why David Kiefer Sutherland is actually the hero of the movie. <laughs> okay. I, it's mostly because, uh, as you see when he first enters, uh, he's a fucking stud. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we see the Lost Boys get hassled by the cops, uh, or a singular cop, and then right here's some of that great camera work it's clearly a helicopter shot at first because it's going up over the boardwalk and stuff but then um, as it's like swooping in to the cop unless they're doing some crazy like zoom shit with the helicopter shots which I don't think is the case I'm pretty sure that's crane work but this is the POV of someone obviously the lost voice and they gonna kill this cop and they snatch him up and it's like, boom, here's the start of the movie. <laughs> and we see uh, Sam and Michael and their mom, they're driving into town, Santa Carla. They see the, you know. Flipping through the radio, arguing about what song, what, what song to listen to. And then on the back of, like, the um, city sign work, it says, Murder Capital of the World. This is 1987, which I believe means Murder Capital of the World. is probably still Detroit. Um, yeah. Uh, Santa Cruz, when they're filming this movie, is actually a little bit upset about that. Because at one point in the 70s, they were considered the murder capital of the world, but that was only because of a well, few serial killers that came from Santa Cruz or operated S- in Santa Zodiac Cruz. Zodiac problem. Yeah, yeah no, just the Bay Area <laughs> serial killers. Yeah. That's the thing is... Pes- why was the Bay Area so active for serial killers in the 70s? It's the uh, entire Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So, and most of it is Northern California, Central California a little bit. Um, The answer is probably just population, just odds, I would say. Because I subscribe to the theory that uh, the 70s and 80s were more violent because of the lead exposure that a lot of boomers were exposed to. Mm -hmm. And then just based on that, um, and there being so many people in California, it seems like, yeah, sure. Let's see how plastics affect our generation in about 10 years. Uh, I mean, it'll probably be fine, right? It'll mostly just kill all the whales. You gotta kill something. (laughs) Uh yeah, so they, they see the murder sign. Oh yeah, then some more stuff with the boardwalk. Um specifically remember the caveman guys that Adam ran came... on the What about the wave jammer? They should mm-hmm, the wave jammer. wave jammer. And uh Oh, before they kill the cop too, they showed the lights turning off uh-huh. on the boardwalk and it's oh the big dipper. <laughs> wow. So this is probably totally irrelevant to uh, most people listening to this but this is nostalgia for gas yeah, mask childhood are. <laughs> yeah um yeah they the they're rolling up to grandpa's house and this is the first hint that you get that grandpa is just fucking awesome he's just your classic like bay area weirdo for sure like this is you know the type of people you see walking around This is the kind of person I hope to be when I'm 65 years old. You see houses like this randomly in the middle of certain towns, and you're just like, "Mm -hmm, "This is home." I want. When I grow up, I want to be a Bay Area weirdo. (laughs) I am right now. I just just don't. Yeah, I just had to leave the Bay Area. Uh, Yeah, this is Phoenix is whack, homie, because he's like, we left Phoenix to come all the way out of here to this shithole murder capital, and it's like you don't want to hang out where people get murdered. (laughs) Some bad news about Phoenix for you, brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're running around the house checking it out. Oh, Grandpa does, uh, taxidermy. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like, what the Damn, fuck? Damn Grandpa doesn't have a TV. But Grandpa's got the TV guy. I love, he's like, we got some rules here. And it's the most, like, idiosyncratic, <laughs> <It's>, like, <laughs> crazy grandpa type rules. Like, like, don't touch the second show. <laughs> when the TV guy comes, the label might be rolled a little bit. But, and you may be tempted to rip it off. But don't. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got a TV? No. Got a TV guide? You don't need TV. Hey, you read really the TV guide, you don't need to watch TV. Which... <laughs> I remember Dad loving that joke. It's kind of like, it. like <laughs> yeah. yeah here we go. Uh, now they're at a cool beach concert, which does happen sometimes in Santa mm, Cruz. Okay, first of all. Big Bopper. Yeah. <laughs> I have never, I've been to beach concerts in Santa Cruz. Uh, it's like Chubby Checker and like the contours. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's Chubby Checker, not Big Bopper. No, Big, Big Bopper dead. dead. But I I never saw, like, anything that... Remotely uh, cool. Yeah, and to be fair, this isn't cool. This is just what Joel uh, Joel Schumacher thinks is cool. A buff uh, guy with a sax? buff guy with a sax is all oily, singing some sort of... I thought it was pretty cool. Rock song with, like, a burning trash can next to him. Uh, Also, there's never this many people for a beach concert. (laughs) No, because... And the crowd is much older. Yeah, and there's also an element of... uh, If you're there, like, with kids and stuff, uh, you don't necessarily want to be on the boardwalk at night. Mm -hmm. Not that it gets, like, super dangerous. We were there at night. Yeah, but it's a different vibe at night, for sure. Oh, and, like, uh, they specifically sent out a casting call for the area. Like, they wanted, like, weirdos and outcasts involved. And they had, like, thousands of people turn up, and it's, like... Yeah, because that's what, who lives in Santa Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, when they showed like the establishing shot, and there's like some punks and mm-hmm. stuff, and you see some like some rundown guys, like some key... old hippies that are just like falling in. Yeah, so, that's a right. memory. Oh, I remember Santa Cruz, I guarantee yeah. if I go there now, it's probably pretty similar. Because mm-hmm. I um, went to, um, we went to um, Southern California, we went to like Huntington Beach over yeah. the summer, and I, they call it still kind of looks like that. Yeah, I, I I don't like Huntington as much as Santa Cruz. There's Southern good. California does have a way different vibe than like. The Bay Area and its extended area, in my opinion. Um, Also, yeah, Santa Cruz is the first time I was introduced to, like, Cholo goth culture. Cholo goth culture? Yeah, like Cholos that are goths. Like, like that's something that started in, like, the late 90s. And it's, like, pretty popular fashion scene now in California. But that was the first time I saw it. And uh, being a punk at the time, I was like, ah, cool. (laughs) I feel this. These are my people. Cholo goths. (laughs) Hell yeah, cholo goths are cool, man. This movie, there's some cellos in the beginning of the establishing shots, but they're not cholo goths. Yeah. But, oh, there's some people, like, headbanging in the crowd for this sex man. It's like, that, that song doesn't even slap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I went to a Blink-182 concert recently, and a bunch of, like, 18-year-old kids who weren't alive, uh, when I started listening to Blink-182, started to mosh pit. I guess there's some songs you might be able to mosh, to, but that's not what no, like Blink-182 is alive, really. <laughs> Interesting. You can do a circle pit and just have people skanking. Kids don't know skank. They, f- sure they don't. Like, there's people I work with that like aren't even much younger than me and like there's this one girl who had like checkered vans on. Oh, you know a skank? And I'm not, I like, oh, like, what'd you call, you call, call me? <laughs> I, I was just like, oh, you got your Scott shoes on? And she's straight up like only two years younger than me. So she, you know, be aware of Scott, you would think, she's like, no, what the fuck's that? Oh, oh my God. You should follow me on Twitter because every once in a while i decide to, uh, Tweet the specials the message to you, Rudy, to Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty. Stop funny. your messing around. Uh, but he probably also hates it just because it's like black music. <laughs> Better think of your future. Uh, <laughs> He's like, oh no, the colors She'll <laughs> so wind up in jail. Uh, Michael also sees Star in the crowd, and she. The forces of evil. No. This is the movie Star and the Forces of Evil. Okay. David is the forces of evil. Yeah, that's right, because he's the villain of the film. Max. No. And Thorne. Oh, no, I mean, uh, Michael's the villain of the film. David's the hero. And we'll get to it. Uh, all I mean, seen. evidence one, uh, who did David kill? A cop. So. <laughs> who did Michael kill? Um, David. <laughs> yeah, David. And David's dad, Max. <laughs> For no goddamn reason. We uh we skipped the introduction of the best character in this movie, uh, Nanook. Oh, Nanook, the, the uh, Alaskan Malmoot. I think that? he's a Malmoot. I think he's a Husky. Malmoot's usually furrier and bigger. Oh. Is it pronounced Malmoot? or Malmoot. I don't know. Fucking. I don't ever knew. Ever. I didn't ever knew. I didn't ever knew nothing. Uh, we did. Yeah, we're introduced to Star. Um, She's in the crowd looking real cute. She's a babe. She's definitely one of the... I talked about a Fortnite cave as a poem where he talks about... All, like, the iconic... This will be one of yours? Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, his ends is, like... The end of Nick Cave's poem is then attributed to his wife and how she encompasses everything beautiful about womanhood and blah, 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 So, hopefully, eventually, I have a wife. <laughs> 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 so, they could have all led somewhere, you know? And I don't just have to be sad and alone forever. Like uh, Grandpa. Yeah, like Grandpa. He's got the Widow Johnson here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but now we're introduced to Max. He's got a very 80s video store. mm mm-hmm. um, A very 80s outfit, especially for an older gentleman. And um, a really cool dog. Not as cool as Nanook. No, Thorny's got, like, a really um, big nose, masculine face. And then Nanook's the just really pretty. Nanook's <laughs> a bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, is, he's got that, like, Frollo energy. You know Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame? <laughs> where he sings this a song where he's like, Ah, man, I need this gypsy so bad. I'm gonna creep on us. I'm gonna kill myself and everyone. And, ah, hellfire for this gypsy. Because <laughs> uh, um, Star looks kind of gypsy. Yeah. I mean, the Bloss boys have a gypsy air about them. Like a punk, bohemian gypsy yeah, sort yeah. of thing going yeah, um, and she's very beautiful, I get it. And I'm sure she's also half vampire, as they're referred to in this film. So she probably just has, like, supernatural magnetic energy anyway. <laughs> but he's feeling the Frollo vibes. He's like, hellfire and damnation! <laughs> uh, he's like, yo, Sam, don't you got anything better to do than follow me around? He's yeah. like, and Sam's like, oh, complex. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're Damn right. sex glands. Uh, I don't remember a comic book store on the boardwalk. Uh, this is apparently actually a real comic book store. The owner appears in the background when most of the scenes that take place there. Hmm. But they moved in like 1992 to like actually in, more into the city. Oh. But, so I probably would have seen... Plus I'm sure it was on the end where the arcade is. Mm-hmm. Than yeah, much. like the taffy shop and stuff. Yeah, yeah uh, so, so, so I we, probably saw it but do not really remember it. Yeah, we would have been pretty young by the time it uh, moved uh yeah so it's pretty cool um the Frog Brothers are introduced now as well I they have real serious Rambo vibes they both look like Vietnam veterans <laughs> even though they like the kind of, kind of talk <laughs> like, yeah, like they've seen it all yeah we're here to protect the truth justice in the American way god damn it uh I this scene where um Sam shows off his comic book knowledge is like pretty corny but I actually really like it for some reason well, it's, cause just, it's like cute it's very true to real life I don't like, mm-hmm. before nerd culture um, became more prevalent in the, the mainstream yeah. uh, and any girl nerd knows this for, for a fact there's a lot of gatekeeping involved in, uh, in nerd culture so you go to a comic book store and you gotta, like, you gotta show off your knowledge you gotta yeah. talk bullshit Um, and I I apologize ladies because I'm sure it was way worse for you than it was for for me yeah I think that's gatekeeping is still a major problem in a lot of aspects of geek culture the stuff that is more actually nerdy still yeah like Magic the Gathering. yeah because most nerd culture now is actually more just like pop culture brand worship in my opinion yeah yeah that's fair just kneeling at the feet of Disney fucking losers they give him a comic called Vampires Everywhere. <laughs> because that is the problem in Santa Carla. And the, uh, this comic was clearly published without the comic book code. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, well, it was made specifically for the movie. It is an actual comic. If you go to the location of this comic book store that exists still today in Santa Cruz. Oh, is it still open? That's cool. Yeah, they move. But it's, <laughs> they should move back to the boardwalk. That'd be cool. I'm sure the boardwalk needs to be revitalized based on when I saw it a couple years ago. If you go to this comic store, he'll let you hold it and take pictures with it. <laughs> but he won't sell it. Which, is, that, that makes sense. They're like, think of it as like a training manual. This is just a problem in Santa Carla. You notice it. Weird. Well, and Sam's like, yeah, whatever, fuck you. Yeah, whatever, man. You got any fucking Batman 14? Lost Boys show up to get Star. Yeah, because David's been... Uh-huh. And there's like an aspect to this where... So Star like jumps on the back of David's motorcycle... And it's like, um, rehearse affection, so like maybe at one point David and Star had a relationship, but it's like fucking dead now, you yeah, can tell she's really like, yeah, and and uh, like she hates him, and like there's no way that they have sex or kiss or anything, you know? <laughs> it's like a really bad marriage. It's <laughs> yeah, going through the motions. That's kind of it right there, right? They go back to, it's the next day with Grandpa and the kids. Well no, there's a, they, the vampires attack someone. Oh, it's the dude that they hassled originally, on the merry-go-round, right? I don't remember this. We well, had yeah, they like the rip the rip the roof off the car. Like she's. Oh trying, yeah, yeah. Then like, she's, she's just, trying, like reading a sad sack comic book, uh-huh, like, and he's yeah. just like bothering her. Like him. no one's ever laughed that hard. Yeah. At a sad, sack he's comic. trying to like, he's, he's sexually harassing her. She's like. She's like I'm am too into this. I'm reading this comic right. They ripped the roof off. Um, take the guy away. Uh, once again, the camera work's great. I really like the use of the red lighting. Like. It's just I'm not sure what the source Of this red light Is supposed to be But they use it Um Pretty consistently With a lot of the vampire I scenes thing is Just like style The source is Roxanne Roxanne But I really like the scene Um They pull the guy away To obviously To murder him For being um A rapist <laughs> so, um, David Once again heroic They pull the girl away as well But Um They don't kill her They just take her home Cause they're heroes <laughs> That's not in the movie, but they don't explicitly show him killing her either, so that's what happens. <laughs> so once again, so, so far, David's killed a cop who we know just harasses kids. That's worthy of death, obviously. Yeah, well, he's also a cop, so he's either a murderer or an accomplice to murder. <laughs> A-C-A-B. Um, and then, yeah, he gets this guy who's committing sexual assault. So, so far, things are looking pretty good for David in the gang, if you ask me. Just grandpa and the kids or whatever, nothing too much happens. Sh- Grandpa's cool car. He's, He's like that's. As- ever, ever take a ride into town. <laughs> and it's, that's as far as I get to, closest I get to town. <sighs> and then basically it cuts back to Sam in the comic book shop, and the Frog Brothers are like, "Yeah, truth, justice, the American way. Come on, vampires. Yeah, they're uh, big fans of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> it was eighty seven. I'm probably everyone's in the Hulk. Well. It's not a whole comedian quite yet, but it's getting there. Mm -hmm. He's he's this close to being like what's Nickelodeon or Sports Illustrated Athlete of the Year? Yeah, something like that. Um, Michael gets a leather jacket because he's like, well, if I'm going to get Star, I got to obviously dress like those cool guys I saw. Also, he's looking to get an earring. Mm -hmm. She's like, that's a ripoff. I'll pierce you. (laughs) Yeah. Which, like, yeah, you can totally do it. (laughs) The funny thing is, as soon as he gets it the next day, Sam's like, take that earring out. You look stupid. He takes (laughs) it (laughs) out. But it really kind of didn't suit him No, he looked dumb He uh, always just looks like the nerdiest vampire I mean, aside from Max, obviously But David and the gang look cool as fuck Even Bill S. Preston mm-hmm. I like his jacket It's like a little bit It's a little bit on that Where like they don't exactly know what a punk is But they tried to do like a punk jacket Which is kind of bothersome But I really, like, he's got, like, ultimate warrior tassels on one like, side. <laughs> it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the shop girl, the song to him, like, he, she's like, yeah, we, I really like you. Yeah, that leather jacket. Yeah, hmm And he's like, I Guys. work on commission. Okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Bye. He's nervous because he's never talked to a girl before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then so he runs in the Star again. Like I said, she's like, Psh. I'll fill idea for you, baby. Mm-hmm. And then he's like. Want to get oh, to your name's Star. My parents were hippies too. I was almost named Moonbeam, <laughs> which is yeah, that's part of that generation for sure. Although his dad seems to be kind of a dick, from what we gather from the conversation between Grandpa and Mom. Yeah, but like we don't know too many details about it though. But ass- assumingly, since she's like a really cool, nice lady, and and we don't see the dad, and she has to move back in with her dad, and they don't have any fucking money. And she's yeah, like, I didn't want a long court battle. Yeah, it seems like he's kind of a dick. But yeah, Michael's like, "Come on, you want to get something to eat?" And she's like, "Sure." I don't. Vampires can't eat. I saw what we do in the shadows. We tried to eat chips and he threw up blood everywhere. <laughs> but luckily, David comes to the rescue before she's forced to embarrass herself <laughs> by throwing up blood everywhere. He's like, you're going to follow me on your dirt bike, boy? He's like, you know where blah, 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 point is over blah, blah, blah? And it's fucking... No, he's been here two days. Yeah. He doesn't know where that is. But My his, bike's never going to beat yours, David. He's like, you just got to keep up, buddy. They have the weirdest, like, initiation ritual for this. So they go on a little bike ride through the forest. They almost mm-hmm. get thrown off a cliff. Then they go to their hideout, which um, I'm pretty sure I've seen this cave, but there's no... Well, yeah, there's a very when you're on the beach in front of the boardwalk, you look out the the spit. You know, there's yeah. like a little spit of land. Um, there is a very big dynamic cave opening. It's the Santa Cruz Caverns, and like you go towards it and stuff. But it is just a straight up a cave. Yeah, there's no hotel at the bottom of it nah, with that, a picture of Jim Morrison. Yeah, they just made that up. But it's a cool set. Mm-hmm. I live in and the then, Santa like, Cruz here, drink cave. This blood, man. And they're like, Michael, Michael. Yeah, they peer pressure the shit out of him. Yeah, but is Michael here to get stars? Or he here to be friends with these dudes? Because he, like, clearly, like, David and his... Michael should get the impression that David and Star are kind of together, so he should have a rivalry with David. Instead, he's like, I'm going to be bros with David. Well, I think, um... The way to interpret it really is, uh... So David's, like, extremely magnetic, seems to be the case, because... Oh, he could talk. He's a vampire, <laughs> so I I think part of it is like he's like Michael, come on, he's and like Michael, come on, baby. yeah. He knows how to peer pressure, but he's presumably recruited all the other vampires. So I assume they were like a gang beforehand, but that's just my impression. Maybe well, he's at least gotten star. I assume like they were dating too beforehand, oh, and that's why like they became vampires, and she's like, I'm no longer into this shirt. Mm, maybe that's my impression, but I obviously don't go into it. So yeah, no, I just assume like David was like. Um, and he's like kind of like, he chooses who's going to be in the gang and he picks them out. But he's not the head of the he's empire, Max a... is. Max is the one that told him to go after Michael, not, mm-hmm. it wasn't David's decision. Well, David's like a little bit of a cult leader, and but then Max is the higher up. The secret <laughs> David's power. like the uh, uh, the figurehead at the front, the charismatic one, and Max is like the guy behind the scenes like controlling everything. And mm-hmm. He's making got all, all the, the cash. Making all the cashola. <laughs> Um, they do that classic vampire trick, though, where they're like... Uh, it's maggots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's worms. No, no, it's rice, buddy. The best version of it is, once again, in What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> <So, laughs> how about you have some paschetti? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen What We Do in the Shadows? Yes, yeah. great. I, uh, I, the best part in line is the uh, why they, uh, they go after virgin blood. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because if, uh, you, if you had a sandwich... You would feel better about eating it if you know no one fucked it first. <laughs> or stuck their dick yeah. in it. I also like when um, he's uh, telling his friend that he's a vampire. And he's like, if they ask you to eat spaghetti, don't do it. And he's like, they offered me biscotti, I think. <laughs> biscuit." <Biscotti. laughs> um, yeah, Michael's lost in the sauce. It's... I've noticed this is a big thing in the 80s, in eighties movies where like some will just be kind of like whoa because he drinks the blood. And it's intoxicating, as it would be because it's like magic vampire blood. Presumably it's like Max's blood, or maybe just the gangs. I think I'm guessing it'd have to be Max because he's the head vampire and he wants control. Yeah, they have like a narrative in this movie where he's the head vampire. He's the only one that's like full blooded vampire, and then they're all like half vampires. Right. Because he is born vampire. He'll die a vampire. Him, and they just got turned. But yeah, he's intoxicated. He's loving it. This is the thing, man. He's like, fucking... I don't know. Just, I'm having a good time. Maggots, worm, rice, chow mein, thou shalt not fall. Mm-hmm. And then they do the cool hanging on the bridge thing. Uh, yeah, I guess that's cool. I have such anxiety in that, that scene. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't just because we know that he's already vampired. And it's like, well, he'll just fall in and be alright. I just picture myself like, uh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Well, just, I, he's struggling <laughs> to get up, right? This is, <laughs> so I kind of always, um, this is why like, David's the hero, blah, blah, blah. Because I, <laughs> I remember, like, even when I was a little kid when I watched this movie, I was like, Cue for Sutherland, that's me. I'm David. <laughs> <laughs> Not so, me. I'm like, oh, show him Michael. Let's yeah, <laughs> so like all these scenes, I'm like, Yeah, fuck yeah, hanging from the bridge, like, doing whatever the fuck I want. That's the life right there. Anarchy. Anarchy. (laughs) I don't want to fall to my death just because I was trying to be cool. (laughs) Yeah, that peer pressure will get you. It was a real trick, too, because, like, I could do a pull-up and get myself back up on the bridge, but not after I've had to hold on for dear life with a train running on top of me. Yeah, I was thinking how uh, crazy you would feel when the train is going over you, and, like, it's... You're like, oh, shit! You have all the adrenaline going through you, Uh and then afterwards you're like, oh, no, nope. Man, it would be pretty cool, though. I am I'm, I'm kind of into it. <laughs> but he does eventually have to let like, go, because, yeah, it's been five minutes at least. The train went over. He's exhausted. Turns out he can fly, though. He's like, he, well, we can, fly. he, he can fly, he can falls through the fog, and then he wakes up in his bed. Yeah, but he's, like, falling in, like... Slow motion. Slow, slow motion. motion. Fall. And, yeah, and, like, leaning back and kind of spinning around. I mean, obviously, he's on wires, but... He's flying, man. He's a real lost boy. Tink's yeah. giving him the fairy potions. Yep. Yeah, and then he wakes up in bed, and he's one another one of those long nights. So he's, ugh, ugh, ugh. Sam's like, "Hey, mom's on the phone." He's like, "What? Mom's home." No, mom's on the phone. On oh, the phone, sucker. Also, they don't establish like what Corey Hayes' age is in this movie because they he's treated as though he's rather young, but he's. Hame, and he's like 15 or 16 in the movie. I think he's younger than that, isn't he? I think he's like 13 or 14 in this movie, man. Oh, I don't know. But he's treated like he's like 10. 9 or 10. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think, why because of the way Michael talks about it, like in this scene in particular, like, and he's like, he's old enough to stay by himself, mom. And she gives that classic mom guilt. Mm-hmm. I assume that he's supposed to be like 12, 13. 13. Like, at that class four, you're supposed to be able to stay by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Plus, he's got Nanook. Nanook, he's got a familiar. Maybe he's the head vampire. <laughs> what a twist! Um, but Mom's got a hot date with Max, and she she needs my, uh, Michael to stay home to babysit Sam. Mm, yeah, and Grandpa's going to see the widow. The widow Johnson. Yeah. He's her. got a hot date too. Mm-hmm, he's got to show her his new work. A woodchuck. Yeah, it's a dog. I oh, assume it's a... the widow Johnson's dog. <laughs> day, so. Oh yeah, Michael's got a good line. He's like, "Oh, what are you bringing her? Her husband? Yeah, you <laughs> her husband." <laughs> yeah and then Sam's like that wasn't a good joke that was mean it like, yeah. was kind of a good it joke it was a man. good joke I mean it's mean but it was a good joke yeah well, I don't even think he, the way he said it made it mean yeah but like you could oh there's a way to phrase that joke where <laughs> if you're like haha yeah that's funny yeah so everyone's going on a date grandpa's using Windex for cologne or aftershave as he says <laughs> which is I don't know I guess it works Smelling like ammonia. hmm And Michael's got to stay home with Sam. And this is another thing. Sam's like, he's just like, go take your bath. <laughs> well, I mean, first, Sam's like, I'm going to make you a sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Sam's always trying to take care of Michael. <laughs> Don't bother. Don't bother. Don't and bother. then the, there's, like, a crazy dirt bike attack. You yeah, know, the, the wind vampires. The vampires control the wind. <laughs> yeah. There's lights and wind and screaming mm. and roaring of engines. And then uh, they basically they open the door and they're gone. It's pretty cool. Like, that scene, like... It makes me want to like go out there and party with them I'm like hell yeah this is intense and uh, then that's when michael's like go take your bath yeah and then he's having a great time he's in the like, bath ooh, ooh, ooh. singing a song ooh, talking to sing that the nook, getting foam everywhere uh this is definitely joel schumacher I, we've we should have kept our eyes on you uh, we should have <laughs> been paying attention to what you were doing but I think he likes older buff dudes. I think he likes really jack dudes. Yeah, I get that from the uh, the music scene, I think. Mm-hmm. And, like, all the Batman movies. And the fact that he is a lifelong comic book fan. I think Joel Schumacher likes jack dudes. Oh, we also see that, um. Really, uh. Sam kind of likes, uh. Handsome dudes, too. Because he's got, like, uh. A... Oh, yeah, that was a weird. Like, his room is full of. He's got a, a sexy Rob Lowe poster yeah. on the back of his closet, and then I think one of uh, this uh, George Michael. I think there's a George Michael poster in there. And like, mm, you know? <laughs> Grandpa's like, I'm gonna put some dead animals in here, butch this room up. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you know, Sam. Sam likes what he likes. I like handsome dudes too. <laughs> I get it. Um, but Michael's gonna come eat his brother after Sam offered to feed him a sandwich. Mm-hmm. He's gonna eat Sam instead. Oh, this is, the camera work in this scene is really good. I like the like you see Michael at the door and it's, the camera's at the back of the hallway and then the hallway comes in on Michael, he opens the door, um Sam goes underwater and then Nook attacks him, it knocks him back through the door, then the camera zooms out from behind Sam and I don't it's, the camera work is just really amazing in this scene. Yeah, who's the director of Because I don't I don't want to give Schumacher all the credit on this one. Oh, I didn't look it up. Yeah, I'm sure it's not all. It's, yeah, the DP. But, uh, I mean, Schumacher is a really competent director. He just made a lot of his really cheesy seen movies. very little evidence of it. I'm trying to think of other movies. Phantom of the Opera. Oh, no, no, not that one either. Uh, this movie actually convinced uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber that Schumacher could do Phantom of the Opera just because of how well he utilized music in this film. So that's interesting, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. What a, what a mistake. I don't, I don't, yeah. Maybe I need to watch the movie again and get really more crap. But I don't remember who is is Gerard it. Butler's in it, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, he's pretty I like Gerard Butler, but I remember he can't really sing, I think was the problem. <laughs> it is a problem when you're doing family opera. Oh, but um Emmy Rossum's in it. And she's cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh Sam's like, I can't believe it, you're a goddamn shit sucking vampire, my own brother. I really <laughs> like that one. Shit sucking get the hell away from me! yeah so he calls up the frog bro- brothers and they're like "Yeah, you gotta kill him <laughs> extend to the heart he's like it's my brother he's like alright well you better get yourself a garlic t-shirt then <laughs> he does <laughs> <laughs> well then we have a Salem's Lot scene mm-hmm. where Sam's like hiding in bed and Michael's outside the window flying he's like Sam let me in but in Salem's Lot, it's his dead brother trying to beckon him outside to vampirize him. this one, it's Michael's like, I'm flying, I don't know yeah, what to do, let me I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Sam calls his mom freaking out, but then Michael and Sam quickly reconcile, figure out, we gotta take care of the shit that his brothers often do. <laughs> we and can't then, tell mom. Yeah, we can't tell mom, we gotta come up with a lie. And so is a scary comic. <laughs> <laughs> and even his mom's like, scary a comic book, really? And he's like, it was pretty scary. This is nineteen eighty seven. It's not nineteen fifty two anymore. Yeah. People get yeah. scared of comic books. Yeah, and so Michael sneaks out. Sam's like, "Yeah, he went to bed early." Yeah, and Sam's like, "I'm gonna sleep in here, mom, with my garlic, mm-hmm. just in case." Max is—he's uh, so he's suspicious as fuck the entire movie. There's something about him where you're like, "He's gonna be shifty." Yeah, he, I mean, too nice. I could see. Interpreting it as him maybe being a pedophile, <laughs> rather than the vampire leaders. Yeah, but that's like there's something about him. Really, like, this guy's up to no good. I I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Michael goes back to uh, to the hideout to try to confront David. Like, well, I I need this fixed. Mm-hmm. But instead, he runs into Star. And, and they, they make, do it. They do they do sex with each other. They do sex. Yeah, he's freaking out like, Well what is going on? What can I do? And, so and like, stars, I can't help you, but here's my vagina. No, she's like, Here, let's do some kisses first. It's romantic. It's not like he just throws it down and takes her from behind I know, it. I'm not saying I'm just saying it makes no sense for the context. He's worried about I'm in a high stress situation. They've been like kinda dancing around each other a little bit anyways. I can see it happening. He just almost killed his brother. He's something fucking strange as shit is happening. Mm-hmm. He's coming to confront David. David's not there, and instead of like trying to have start, they're like, Oh, let's bump fronts. I never had it. You've never had intense vampire sex feelings. <laughs> no. Oh. Just me, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, y'all, here's another great fucking... I sexually identify as vampire. <laughs> I'm a energy vampire. Uh, another great camera work here. They actually reuse this shot in reverse later, which I can understand why, because it seems like it's a really difficult shot. It's where, like, the camera yeah, comes in off the, in the ocean, the and it goes into the cave, and it's like, yeah, fucking... I, I'm also, like, don't can't understand how they did it. But, you know, that's the magic of filmmaking. I should have gone to film school more than taking a few classes for a couple of semesters. <laughs> Maybe I would understand how that worked. It's the next morning. They're all, I guess they're all going to hang out in that cave. Yeah. I mean, so the camera comes in, presumably it's Mike or David and the gang have arrived Yeah, and it wakes Michael up, but they're not anywhere to be seen. So I guess they're just really tired. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <fucking get laughs> David's asleep. just like, I guess it's okay. You're a fucking star. I don't care. David goes home. Mike and Sam's like, you take care of your problem, David. Well, first his mom is like, "Are we best friends still?" We need to talk. Some shit going on, and he's like, "You wouldn't understand." And his mom's like, "Oh, a pfft, a pfft. yeah, right. Of course I understand." I lived in the sixties. <laughs> they have a lot of vampires back then. <laughs> <laughs> um, my thing is when he's on the porch and his mom, like when the as this scene transpires. He's the fucking nerdiest looking vampire. (laughs) His leather jacket sucks. It's like a dad leather jacket. I think the little kid is the nerdiest looking vampire. No, he's got like like a military captain's like naval (laughs) uniform on. Yeah, he's got like another shirt tied around his waist. I don't know. He's just like not as cool as the other vampires. But that makes sense because he's the villain. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh becomes apparent that he has not taken care of his vampire problem. No, I mean, I don't know why they thought it would be solved in one night. Like, I'll just go talk to David and maybe he'll unvampire him. Yeah, that makes sense, sure. Uh, mom's gotta say good, uh, sorry to Max, so she's bringing some wine over. Yeah, and the hounds of love are calling. Hounds <laughs> of love are calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. It's like the hounds of hell. Oh. Thorns, Thorns goes crazy on her. Yeah, he's a hellhound. Because he's gotta protect his master while he sleeps. Mm hmm. And yeah, she's like, "Fuck, fuck this dog." Like, he's angry, man. He's like going through the fence and stuff. Burst through it. Which seems like if you're on beyond the part of the fence, it seems like he should stop. Yeah, but because that's like the property line. Yeah. I mean, he's like, "Nah, driveway still counts. Right? <laughs> Driveway's still mine." Uh, and that's when uh, that's when uh, Sam begins to suspect that Max is the head vampire. Yeah. So mom, their mom invited him to dinner, and he's like, "You know what? This is all adding up." Mm-hmm. And it kind of does. I mean, like yeah, I said Sam, before, Sam picks it out real quick. There was something going on with the fucking Max. It's it's not. He's either a pedophile or the vampire king. <laughs> so either way, you gotta take him down. I really love uh, this dinner scene. Yeah, with him and the frog bro. <laughs> <It's just> like <laughs> Well, first Michael fucks everybody over by inviting him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the man on the house now, Michael. I'm not gonna come in without your permission. Yeah, like he's just so. Low key shitty. Like if some dude said that to me, I'd be like, "No, <laughs> you just ruined your chances, bro." Um, I like yeah, Sam's like, "Yo, oh, these are my dinner guests. It's the Frog Brothers, Edgar and Allen, and they just look so super serious." <laughs> and yeah, so they have a series of tests that they've planned out to determine if he's a vampire yeah. a king. They he's like, "Oh, you want some parmesan?" Nope, it's, it's all garlic he's, He loves garlic, it's just too much Yeah, garlic doesn't work on vampires in this movie That's what we find out Well, one of them gets melted in, oh, it might be the holy water Yeah, he literally says at that point until like, Garlic don't work, and they're like, how about holy water, fucker Yeah, you're right Um, Yeah, but they spill water on his crotch Is that supposed to be holy water too, or what? I think it was supposed to be a World of water, but I believe the in the context of the movie, once you invite him in, oh, yeah. he loses the power to for it oh, okay. to actually work on it. Yeah, because then he has a reflection as well when they mm-hmm. drop drop them he the He doesn't glow one. when yeah. they turn the lights off. Mm-hmm. Well I don't I just feel like that one's probably not true. <laughs> wow. Well, have you read uh, Twilight? I don't know. None of the other vampires glow in this movie. <laughs> in the dark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's like not it's not working they're bad yeah. Yeah, this is when you should get an idea that the Frog Brothers are bad at their uh, supposed job well I think they're aware of the vampire problem in Santa Carla but they've never actually faced it in any way <laughs> they just have plans it's like when people talk about their plans for the zombie apocalypse on the internet it's like <laughs> alright yeah, well work, I mean give it a shot I guess it's not like we have any idea how this shit works yeah and all their knowledge is based off of vampires everywhere <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, they ruined dinner again. Mom's mad. It's like, man, this fucking... We just can't get this shit right. Like, I'm house. sorry about... You divorced your father, but he was a real dick. <laughs> he fucking sucked, okay? And Max is just such a good guy. He's like, you know, don't worry about it. I'll he, try it again in my house. Yeah, it. he's just worried that I'm going to replace his dad. I understand, because I'm just a fine figure of a man. <laughs> uh, Michael runs into David again. And David's like, if you want to see Star... You gotta follow me. Gotta follow me. I got some shit to show you. Yep, and this is the first time we see him put the vampire faces on. Yeah, and this is straight up um, Buffy the Vampire Face vampires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is fine. I always liked that. that they no, I'm just saying that they copied it. Mm hmm. Well, no, Buffy did, not. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, they had Joss Whedon, you hack, you made the somehow made the Avengers likable <laughs> <laughs> after they all had shitty origin movies. Not Iron Man. That was it, though, right? Thor sucked. Thor was not good. Captain, uh, actually, American- like, Captain America: The First Avenger is pretty good. I've actually never been able to get all the way through it. Oh no, really? Yeah. I actually like it, but not. I mean, it's not that good, though. No, no. I also um hot take Winter Soldier. That's not that good either. Oh, you're wrong out Winter Soldier's real good. <laughs> Man, that's just so boring. Hydra forever, right? <laughs> or Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. But don't worry, they take care of Hydra in the first 30 seconds of Age of Ultron, right? <laughs> oh, great job. Um, well, they took care of Hydra at the end of the Winter Soldier just to mop it up, and share it with that. Yeah, I like this uh, murder scene, though, where they murder all these guys and, like, how tragic it is for Michael. Just because, like... You know, vampire movies are always just kind of melodramatic, and I like that scene where it's just, he's just like, "Oh God, no, how he, could this happen to he's me?" He's like trying to find his bloodlust. He's like, "God damn, I'm hungry." Uh, <laughs> well, little did he know the guys that they just killed are surf Nazis. That's right. On uh, surf Nazis, Nazis must die. That's <laughs> as you learned in the documentary made by Trauma Films. Surf <laughs> Nazis must die. Um, how do surf Nazis listen to a lot of Run DMC? These ones do. They're <laughs> Proud Boys. <laughs> do Proud Boys listen to a lot of Run DMC? I really doubt it. I, I feel like Proud I Boys... I feel like they don't... They wouldn't really respect a lot of what Reverend Run has to say. I feel like they probably listen like... Huey Lewis in the News, like uh, Patrick <sighs> Bateman in <laughs> American Psycho. A lot of Yacht Rock. Ugh. Genesis. Ooh. The only y- uh, Yacht Rock I can uh, l- listen to is... Um, uh God, why can't I get their names? Um Hollow Notes? Hollow Notes, that's it. Hollow notes. Hollow I said Hollow Notes. Oh. Um they're not I guess they're a little bit yacht rock, but yeah, I like Holland Notes Hollow Notes a lot. Hollow notes. <laughs> there are modern bands that like do yacht rock that I do a much better job than actual yacht rock, so that's okay. Like demarco has got a few songs that are kinda yacht rocky that are pretty good. A lot of Chill Wave, honestly, was Kinda yacht rocky. A little hollow notesy. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I know exactly what Proud Boys listen to. For some reason these motherfuckers found out about Vaporwave oh, and made their own version of it called Fash Wave, like Fascism Wave. It's like the worst shit Yeah, it's as bad as you're yeah. imagining. Ugh. So they probably listen to that. I feel like a cat with <laughs> a bad smell in his mouth. Uh my note here says stars a babe. I I think that's just because I was like I think mine says Starlow is Michael. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's cool too. <laughs> I don't remember why though. Oh, yeah, because she shows up at their house, like, we need your help, please help. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she flies off, and Sam's like, don't kill anybody before we get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty good. Like, don't tell right. me she's a good person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, well, yeah, she's like getting to the point where she can't fight the hunger anymore. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I mean, just give in, just do what David does and kill bad people. <laughs> you don't know they're bad David's people. so misunderstood <laughs> They just don't They just don't pay attention to what he's all about He's Man what a hero <laughs> An unsung hero uh, This is kind of like Oh I, think I just gotta say Out of all the movies we've watched uh, This movie absolutely has like probably the best third act Oh it's, The third act in yeah. this movie is really really solid This is like I don't know, I feel like there's a time period from the late 80s into the mid-90s where, like, people are really starting to, like, hammer down, like, paces of films. And, uh, yeah, the third act just works so well in this movie. It's, everything leading up to it is great. And a lot of movies we've watched, it gets to the third act and it's just like, well, this happens and this happens. Yeah, then it." it kind of falls apart. Um, there's so much memorable shit in the third act. Like, right now, next day, they're gonna go kill the vampire leader, right? Nope. Well Michael's gonna Michael's gonna rescue Star and Laddie, the little boy, Laddie Laddie, how are you doing, Laddie? Laddie. Um which he does, and as he's doing that, Sam and the Frog brothers are infiltrating the vampire nest. Yeah, they go deep. And like we don't know which one the leader is. And it's like, oh well, well Pick the one with the coolest jacket. <laughs> no, they say start with the little one. <laughs> <laughs> Cause even though Keeper Sutherland's the tallest member of the pack, he's only five eight. <laughs> So, how tall him. is Bill S. Preston he's gotta be real little <laughs> which is funny to think about especially cause like um, everyone in this movie is like 5'8 or shorter so that's why Max seems like a giant I think he's <laughs> probably like 6 feet <laughs> it's funny actors are weird uh, but uh, Bill S. Preston explodes like a oh, water balloon him. full of petroleum jelly <laughs> he just like so much vampire juice falls out of him Rufus would be pissed. Yeah, but I um I like how gruesome it gets at the end. I mean, it's all been building up to this yeah last fight and it's like, oh, this is where it actually becomes like more of a horror movie. That stake goes so easily through that vampire. Well that's, it makes me think that they actually are vulnerable to stakes. Yeah, that's like the specific thing. also you notice Grandpa was putting up stakes around the house. Well I mean grandpa was like peeking out of his taxidermy office at Max. He's already on to Max's shirt. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and but then the next
0: day, he's putting stakes on all over Yeah, ones. he's putting stakes up around the house. Hmm. Interesting. Grandpa's not such a weirdo after all. Yeah. Oh, uh, Corey Feldman's like, yeah, oh, flies. They go, undead flies go together like bullets and guns. <laughs> so <laughs> vampires can, like, spit like flies. flies like, pew, pew, pew. And this is really, like, the second indication that the Frog Brothers are nowhere near as good of their job as they would like to pretend they are. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just, uh... This is all bluster and bravado. Uh, yeah, so Marco, Bill's character, gets stabbed. He's vampire juice everywhere. Uh, David wake up, wakes up and he's like, no! You killed my homie! <laughs> this is like when they kill um the brother in Boys in the Hood. Oh, yeah. And Ice Cube's like, we gotta get revenge by any means necessary. John Singleton. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he chases... <laughs> that, you know, that, that's, that scene always makes me so sad though yeah I mean the movie's sad mm-hmm. yeah life's sad um this deep yo <laughs> I'm feeling it uh David tries to chase him out they get him into the sun though he sheds one single tear like my Man Cry Baby uh, that wasn't planned Is was those contacts they had in for the vampire fights <laughs> they, they dried the shit out of his eyes they're so irritating apparently but like this, it looks cool in the movie. It's like, but it kind of makes him seem like a wimp because his hand got burnt, and he's like, "Ow!" Oh, I just assume like it's the hand getting burnt and like. Oh, uh, if it's uh, for Marco. Getting, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna believe it's for Marco because, as stated before, David's one just amazing guy. <laughs> he really loves his friends. Um, <clears throat> another great line from Corey Feldman as there running out, him and his brother talking to his brother. He's like, man, we really messed up in there. And he's like, well, they might have scrambled us. We didn't expect them to open their eyes and talk. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's just falling apart from the front yeah, I mean, like, it's, they, I, honestly, they it went way better than you would expect. <laughs> <laughs> like, they made it out alive? That's crazy. <laughs> so they all get to the car, and they're going to drive home, and it's time for the final battle. Um, and then they almost drive over a cliff first because like uh, Corey Feldman's way too eager to get out of there. Yeah, it, just even to, though they know they can't get out of the sun, he's like, "Let's go!" Yeah, just to illustrate his incompetence. <laughs> uh, but the big thing that happens is we get a vampire feet reveal, where they show vampire feet. They're all because they're like bat feet. Bat-y. Yeah, and they're hanging from the roof. Yeah, I was like, "Well, a vampire feet." I'm gonna put make that an entry on Wiki Feet, <laughs> <laughs> so people search for vampire feet. That'll be on there. Uh, and then, then we get the re- reused shot where it's reversed, like them coming out of the cave. Yeah. Well, there's like, at first there's a, they go to try to talk to, to mom, and she can them those vampires, and she's just real sick of Sam trying to ruin her dinners with Max. Uh, and so they realize that they're on their own. And then they gear up. I mean, you're usually on your own. You, they're getting their they're the <laughs> getting their garlics, so they're getting steaks together. Yeah, I like the scene where they're like, getting all their shit together. Yeah. It's like, hell yeah, you fucking hunkered down, fortify. Uh, then the reverse shot yeah and actually the only reason I mean you can tell it's the same shot or I can because I've watched movies so many times the only thing that really gives it away that's reversed is like the waves break backwards yeah <laughs> <laughs> the ocean doesn't really do that <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, first little bit of drama here for, for the final battle they left Nanook in the, in the outside yeah I forgot about it because he doesn't like the vampire so she's like vampire. she I don't know if he or she, she they don't really say sometimes I think Nanook is a female name yeah like, Hmm. But Sam goes on to save her. No, he? it's a he because when Michael gets bit, he's like he was protecting you. Oh, okay, yeah. Thanks, memory. Uh, but they save her. They get her untied just as the camera's coming in, which is a good thing because she later go or he later goes on to save the Frog Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he turns out uh, one vampire into a vampire soup, <laughs> <laughs> and he destroys the plumbing in that house mm-hmm. the forever. Plan. Yes. Yeah, they're not gonna be able to live there you know? anymore. <laughs> And yeah, this is, So this is it It's final battle The vampires are here There's a lot of Great vampire deaths We got uh, Vampire soup mm-hmm. So he This dude just Comes in uh, Doing vampire Strong stuff He's just throwing The frog brothers around They're trying to Like spray yeah, guy don't work yeah, They're got got, like holy, yeah. How about holy water Fuck face <laughs> <laughs> They got like Little squirt machine yeah, guns yeah. With holy water Which is a good touch And like Yeah it fucks his face up But he's still going and Luckily the nook's there just pushes him into the bathtub full of holy water. Which seems like it was something they should have tried to do when he was like, Ah, shit, my face! Yeah, but... As, as we know, incompetent shits. Mm-hmm, they just, like, weren't exactly ready for what they needed. Well, Sam was. Apparently he's really good at archery. Yeah. Because, yeah, the next vampire death, the next scene, really, Um he's got his... He misses the first shot, but he, he gets him. Well, he gets him close enough that he's kind of like, huh? And then the vampire stands up. This is the only line this vampire has in the movie. <laughs> And it's pretty good. He's just like, you missed, sucker! <laughs> and then he's like, nope! Yeah, there he goes. him. Which is like, that vampire is dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Why would you get up in, like, posture and shit? You should just got, like, ran at him and killed him. <laughs> or just wait until he got over to you and then yeah. jumped out. You missed, sucker! Oh, shit, you got another arrow. <laughs> oh, there you Oh, there oh, I've made a mistake. Now, this is, uh, Sam meets back up with the Frog Brothers for this really cool scene where they're just... Talking about their kills, like, like, yeah, uh, helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the awesome monster mashers, and they all do like a gang handshake <laughs> kind of thing. But then uh, Lade, Lade bursts out of the bed, and he's got a vampire face on. There. He's he's got the bloodlust. Mm-hmm. He wants to eat some frog brother. I'm <laughs> like, oh shit, the revenge of any monster. <laughs> but that, that was my favorite one when I was a kid too. Yeah. Uh, Stars like, don't kill him. He's just a little boy. With vampire strength That wants your bloods Yeah But it's also like That's kind of the whole point Of what they're doing right now Yeah Is to not Have to kill Star And him and Michael So Probably don't kill him (laughs) (laughs) We'll control him then Damn it Star Well she was She was able to hold him back He's just a little Little kid vampire Now it's time for the uh, The David And uh Michael fight scene The epic vampire fight Hero against villain David against Michael (laughs) Michael's like, I want to steal your girlfriend, and I hate that you are so liberal, you goddamn cuck. <laughs> and David I don't think gay. that's what the fight's about. I think yeah. you're rejecting. No, and David's like, you alt-right fascists are all the same. But I will say that David is the one that's trying to control Star, not Michael. What? <laughs> He's just trying to. He's looking out for her best interest. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't end up with this incel. <laughs> yeah, and so like, my defenses of David like is uh, pretty thin when it comes to the star situation. <laughs> and also, I kind of like made up the reasoning for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just he, like to keep her yeah, son. Yeah, keep her son is just really cool in this movie. <laughs> Come on, Michael. I don't want to kill you, Michael. Come on, Michael. Michael's name is said 118 times in this movie (laughs) and 100 of them has got to be from Keeper son. (laughs) In just this scene. Michael, come on, Michael. Don't push me into the antlers, Michael. Michael. Yeah, so, yeah, they kind of fly at each other and try to impale each other. And then, yeah, I don't want to kill you, Michael. Come on. And Michael's like, fuck you, bitch. You did. He him into the antlers. My dad doesn't want you, me to kill you, Michael. Mm-hmm. And, no, Kiefer. Yeah. And then that's when we learned David and the head vampires. No, because they don't feel any different. Mm-hmm. Michael still looks like a vampire. But uh, Mom and Max are rushing home. Mm-hmm. And Max just fully just, eh, time for disguises is over. I don't give a fuck He's like, uh, my boy, my poor boys. Yeah. I thought my family and your family could be together. Yeah, be, there were going to be one big uh, blood-sucking Brady bunch, as <laughs> Corey Feldman says. And uh, it looks like Michael and, and Max are about to fight. But this is when we learn that Grandpa has been up on everything the entire time. Yeah, he's he's in fact like the vampire slayer of Santa Carla. <laughs> it seems like. he's always One thing I never could stand about Santa Carla. All the damn vampires. All vampire. the damn vampires. As yeah, he goes was. to his second shelf. <laughs> yeah, he so Grandpa crashes through the side of the house. And we learned that, that all those giant stakes were for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got them on the front of his car. He's got fucking antlers. I mean, he's ready to run over vampires, <laughs> really. Um, Sam should have learned from Grandpa's uh, lead here with the arrow. Like, you don't need a small stake. If your stake is really big, it doesn't matter where you hit him in the chest, you're always going to hit him in the heart. Yeah, you just take out the whole torso. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Michael actually does the killing blow. He like throws him into the yeah, and that's it. Yeah, it's basically fade to black. Well, no, Grandpa's <laughs> Grandpa, a hero. Grandpa's got that classic line: "Is like all yeah. one thing he couldn't stand about Santa Claus, all the damn vampires, six of the drinking soda." And then you get like a reaction shot of everyone and like. Thou shalt not fall <laughs> like, That's the end of it Cry sister <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that was Lost Boys What a good movie It is a really good movie Um, Like I said it's like Quintessential summertime f- movie for me Um, It still wraps up in a lot of nostalgia Just because where it was filmed And, and, and watching, watching much, it like, like in this, the summertime The city is kind of a, a Big part of the story <laughs> Yeah I mean they, I, Santa Cruz really is like a, It's a co-star in this movie like, they did so many landscape shots that are specific to Santa Cruz. Yeah, you know, like, the lighthouse, the spit, the cave, the, keep walk. the uh, Yeah, Kiefer cool as fuck. Merry-Go-Round, the Big Dipper. Um, yeah, no, it, like, Santa Cruz is a big part of this movie. I don't understand why they called it Santa Carla instead of Santa Cruz. <laughs> Probably because they need a corporation from the city of Santa Cruz. And... Also, Santa Cruz means, like, Holy Cross, huh? Something like that. Hmm... Which would have been pretty cool because it's a vampire movie. Nice try, guys. God damn it, Joel Schumacher. What are we watching next? I have not thought. for Some reason I didn't spend any time thinking about it. <laughs> to my list. Do you want to watch a sci-fi movie? Kung Fu? You want to watch I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker? I think that's 87. We haven't watched a Kung Fu movie in a while. Not since Last Dragon. Yeah, so there's uh, Bloodsport. Ooh. Okay. There is Karate Kid, which is kind of a yeah, cool yeah, movie. Uh, Police Story, which is Jackie Chan's yeah. like, big 80s movie. Uh, we can watch Miami Connection, which is not really... An, it was filmed in the 80s, but not really released until, like what, the 90s? Or until... 2000, yeah. Because yeah. like, it was um, really That's not, bad. Those one of the Kung Fu movies on my list. Um, let's watch Police Story. I haven't seen that in a long time. Hell yeah. Police Story it is. Jackie Chan. Um, a really cool guy, but supposedly actually not, <laughs> not cool. that cool. Because he supports the... Shitty socialist, socialist air quotes party of China, the authoritarian regime of China, Emperor Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Jinping. Xi Jinping. No, Xi Jinping. Oh, yeah, because Winnie the Pooh is since they can't have open propaganda, they just start using Winnie the Pooh, (laughs) and then that got banned. Uh, They're having a Me Too movement in China right now that's actually getting some success. Good luck, China. One of the major tenets of the Socialist Party, when they first started, was equal rights for women. So for them to kind of try to combat it, it makes them look really foolish publicly. So they're having a hard time. Oh yeah, China, the Chinese government's always had trouble looking foolish. Well, for some reason it's working a little bit right now. Yeah, for now. Yeah, but they'll find (laughs) a way, of course. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's Space Force. Um, this one went a little bit long, but Lost Boys is a really good movie, and we had to talk about Santa Cruz a lot. <laughs> um, I can't use like popular music for the intro to the show, otherwise I would par- put part of Santa Carla Twilight, the Tiger Army song, at the beginning of this one. So you just <clears> gotta imagine that Well, no, just go listen to it real quick. Uh, before you start (laughs) and that's the outro to this yeah (laughs) well I mean just go listen to it after you've done listening to this it's a good song Tiger Army Never Die uh Productions dot com Space Force got Patreon got uh, Twitch and Twitters stuff like that you know stuff like that yeah next time I'll uh uh, we'll actually list what our our tiers are for the Patreon oh yeah I mean you can go read it you can go read it on the website anyways right yeah you can it's there, but Whatever, well, check that shit out. Um, that's Space Force. Uh, we fucks with you. If you fucks with us, help me. I'm tired of my job. Um, I mean, I don't even need money. If anyone has any, any hot tips on like a cool job, we'll do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bye. Space Force.